Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 61 of Getting It Out Podcast. That was uh, a band called Countless Goodbyes. It was a song called Hiding From Myself. They're from Finland, and they got an album called Cycles uh, coming out pretty soon. So, uh, yeah, that's coming out on Inverse Records on April 19th. So check that out if you're into that sort of thing. Uh, reason I went with the metalcore on this episode is because I got a metalcore kind of guest. Well, all right, that's 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 not fair. I got my boy Ricky Armelino back on this episode, and uh, we talked about a lot of things, but uh, a little bit about Ice Nine Kills, Mouth Data, and Hawk, his three main projects, and a little bit about his producing, but not much. Most of the, mostly we just talked. You know, and it was it's kind of enjoyable. So I'm gonna this, we talked for a while too. Last time, if you remember when he was on, I had to cut him off because I had to pee. This time, had to cut him off because I had to pee. So uh, I'm not gonna talk too much. I'm not gonna give you a whole bunch of build up. I am gonna give you that getting it out rap song again because I think you deserve it. And if uh, if you think that's a punishment, then you deserve it even more. So uh, here that is, and I'm gonna go right into my interview with Ricky Armelino of Hawk Ice Nine Kills Mouth Data whatever he calls his production studio, whatever he does. He does a lot of shit, you know, whatever. Here's the episode. You know, when I started doing a podcast, I thought I found my calling. But there's something more. There's a little something more I think I can reach into. I got a little more in me. I need to get it out. Just like the podcast. It's Getting It Out rap song from the Getting It Out podcast. And it feels powerful. I think you feel it too. I think you feel it too. There's certain things that need to be said Because I was thinking about it a lot lately What exactly was I was thinking about? I'll have to break it down here Just a little bit for you I was sitting at home trying to relax When I realized a podcast needs a rap It sound way better with Nate Dogg back But I gotta spit quick on these Amish cats Well big horns of shit on rumble strips Zeb sits back with a hundred kids But I know how shallow that gene pool is So what did he do with his cripple kin? How do you tell the time at night When the sun don't shine on the dial bright While Bon Scott lives the hard rock life Singing on the streets underneath the lights I got grocery lists of shit I don't like Gonna wanna buy old Mike on ice And like cops step a day with the butt drug tips This podcast will flip your lids so that's what I sing about on the song for the podcast. It's getting it out. European dude, I guess, like rent out these apartments from Airbnb yeah. and like. <laughs> like it's this town is so we're in Lynn, Massachusetts, outside of Boston, and I have never been in a town with so many buildings that look this old, and like everything is like very preserved, very well. It's not. It's pretty cool. Is it? Is it creepy? Oh, hi, George. But yeah, we we gotta like lock the door, uh, going in and out with with a key, and it's like it is an old lock. It's great. It's <laughs> it just saying in there makes me feel like I'm in my uh my grandmother's house, like. 25 you, years ago you, you know what's funny is that i I made this comment earlier we i was over at my stepdaughter's oh, i got married by the way too i was over at my stepdaughter's uh, oh congratulations <laughs> thanks um her she had like an open house for school so we were over at the middle school and uh you know we just walked over and walked back and i when i walked out of the doors i pushed the door to open and it worked like perfectly and i was already amazed by like the technology in the classrooms 
But the fact that oh, yeah. just the fact that the door, like where you pushed it, it like it all just worked. Like, like you didn't have to push hard. It just worked as it was supposed to. And I was like, wow, yeah, yeah. this is amazing. Like school's changed. I'm sure there's a there was an hour long rant about participation trophies somewhere in there, but yeah, no, <laughs> no, it's amazing. It's 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 fantastic that kids are kids are going to school now, and they have like I, I think what's going to happen, and this is my guess. Are we podcasting yet? Yeah, we can be. We I'll, we'll oh. figure out a beginning spot, but yeah. <laughs> Hi, Dan. Yeah, so I, I, think, <laughs> I think what's cool about that generation is just like. They have the option over whether or not they want to become fucking brilliant because it's like, well, all right, so you're going to go to school. We got to sequester you off here and just have you all like kind of figure out your little rituals and clans and shit, and, you know, who to bully and who to not not to bully. But you have access to unlimited all of the knowledge in the world. And you, you can you can access that if you want, or you can play Fortnite, whatever you know, whatever the fuck you want. Right. And you're gonna get you're gonna get a couple kids who are just going to be like fucking fifty of us put together. You yeah. know what I mean? Just like <laughs> they're gonna just sit there and be like, I'm gonna figure out as many things as possible and you know, and hopefully they manage to get you know, stay away from like the anti vaxxers and shit. <laughs> get get something good out of it. But I, I think there will be, because I've met some people who are like pretty young who who are already like oh shit yeah we'll be all right yeah well it's, <laughs> yeah, I, I've, 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 I've heard other people. people i've heard other people bring up i forget who 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 i should credit with this but i I, w- I won't remember but like the fact that you don't even like what's the point of college if you have all this stuff that you can learn it all like it's yeah like, okay. why do i have to pay a tuition when it's all available I mean, yeah especially when tuition's like seventy thousand dollars <laughs> right. like that's what it like people People are asking me, they're like, should I go to school for recording? It's like, well, okay, so imagine needing to invest in a business, but first got to spend $70,000 right. first before you even get a chance to to like start your career. That's fucking stupid. It's inefficient. It's like, well, yeah, but you need that education because places won't hire. Don't go get hired at a place like that. Like. <laughs> There are places that if you establish that you're worth something and you actually have something to show them, they'll hire you. Maybe not a bank. Yeah. Right. But people should stop working at them. They sound dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I yell at my dad all the time because he's like going on about like, you know, they're mad about taxes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like I pay taxes, but, you know, probably less. Right. So I'm always just like, you know, what you could have done. Is learn how to cut records in the basement, become <laughs> friends with a bunch of band dudes. And, yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of, of all that, what you've it seems like you've got a bunch of stuff going on right now, and I've kind of lost yeah, track. Too. I've lost track seems of that what way. You're doing. I actually just lie a lot. Were <laughs> 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 you very convincing? No, uh, yeah. So, well, no, I've I've pro- I produced a bunch of records in my time. So last time we talked. I think that was... You were getting ready to go out on tour. Yeah, so so I did do that tour, and then we released a bunch of mouth data stuff. That was fun. Um, Who, by the way, I didn't even even know about them, know about you guys, when we were having that conversation. And it was very pleasantly surprised. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I mean, it was just me trying to to rip on Beastie Boys and LP. Um, (laughs) But we... we, uh, So 
So I did that. Then we, we went on that tour and that tour went really well. It was fun. Um, he actually had some pretty challenging life stuff go on, but like nothing, nothing to like bring up here, but just right. like, you know, family members, you know, things like that. So I was, uh, you know, I, I, I really actually had to lean on the people I was touring with, uh, quite a number of times to like, and, uh, you know, so I came home and I, I've been spending a lot of time with my family and I've just been working nonstop. So, um, so Hawk, my band that I sing for, we were, we've been kind of just, you know, finally getting ready to make a move. We, we played, we opened that show for August Burns Red. That was a lot of fun. And, uh, we, you know, we were like, all right, well, you know, let's start getting stuff together. You know, we had to like, we had like label people we're talking to and stuff. And, and then, um, out of nowhere, Spencer from Ice Nine Kills calls me and he was like, Hey baby, uh, <laughs> got some good news. Uh, I got you the tour. And it was like, yeah, I know, I know I'm playing guitar for you. He's like, no, 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 I got your band. Haw- Hawk had opened the tour. It was like, oh, God. <laughs> so so then, like, we're, like, scrambling to get our band ready for a tour. We have nothing but, like, uh, you know, like, two Instagram posts. Right, right. And, like, no, no single release, nothing. <laughs> so we're like, well, let's pick a song from the record to release, I guess. And then that leads to a conversation. We're like, well, we're off we're talking to people about the record who might want the record like if we release the song we kind of lose a little bit of rele- leverage so we're like let's just make a new song <laughs> so then we go through like this month we demo like 18 songs we go into full-blown like crazy person mode where like i you know i i run my studio i run sessions and it, i was running it like this it would be like get up go to the gym work with the band 10 p.m rolls around and i'm politely you know kicking them the fuck out of my house it's like hey guys i got another session right and by that i mean i, I gotta get high and you know <laughs> just start just work on my band stuff until like 3 a.m so, so, so those that part of the process is like really good for me because i uh i end up learning a lot you know a lot of soul seeking but like i i always kind of refine my recording process so during that i I ended up writing a lot of new stuff and then, um, you know, I was like not having an easy time with my voice. So I end up getting a vocal instructor in my area while I'm, I already have one in uh, Long Island, uh, Melissa. So I find this guy, Daniel, I'm working with both and just trying to get my voice better. And then we end up, we find this one song that we really like and we go in, we finish it. Then we're like making all this video content, just, you know, I have all these other bands I'm producing at the same time. So it's been kind of crazy because they're like full, you know, I'm working full time and I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just basically <laughs> like, okay, this band's coming in for five days. I got to get as much done to that as possible. And then, you know, I'm just scrambling around trying to get stuff together for my band. So we just got like a music video together. Uh, I think we get the, we got the final cut yesterday, but I think like waiting on a couple of small changes and, you know, we got the single, we're planning on releasing it just, uh, in a couple of days now, yeah. um, probably before the podcast comes out. Um, Oh, I then, doubt it. I doubt uh, it. This podcast is going to come out in a couple hours. So, Oh, Oh, <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. I, I figured that it was going to be like, there's going to be a delay on it. Well, yeah. So this Friday, I, I yeah. believe, uh, it, that's just my treat for anybody who's actually <laughs> listening to this shit uh you know actually <laughs> actually a uh, treat of or, or f- knowledge for you your your last episode 
is actually the most downloaded episode that I've done so far. There, that 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 was, uh, and that'll be the most seventeen-year-old uh, uh, <laughs> girls with a ton of makeup listen to your show. Um, whatever it takes, you, you know, a, whatever it takes, whatever. Listen, I am trying to move that demographic and voice <laughs> them onto you. Well, I appreciate <laughs> it. You know, that's my. No, that episode was fun. It was. That episode was real fun. And it, well, we we got abrupt or ended abrupt because I had to pee because we talked yeah, so long. Yeah, you had to pee so bad. <laughs> yeah. I made sure I did that this time, so we're good. I, I, I uh, there are times. Do you ever have that thing where you have to pee so bad you can't make a clear, a clear-headed decision? <laughs> yeah, so you so you pee in your pants. I, well, no, I've just gotten I've gotten lost in my car. Like my navigation gets worse when I have to pee. <laughs> like, like I don't know what I don't know what the end goal is, but I'll just like start making brash. Like oh, I'm just gonna turn in here. That, that I'll, I'll I'll figure it out. <laughs> like I, I, it's like I I don't know. It's like a Snickers commercial. Well, my my, like, my favorite like emergency bathroom is the is the one I, I feel like I have to shit myself and I feel like I'm definitely going to shit myself and I get so concerned that I'm going to shit myself and then I have never once shit myself. Like, I, oh, then, then I, I, I start having the conversation with myself like, why are you so concerned? This has never happened before. You're going to make it. You're going to be fine. And usually I am. Uh, well, I, I, uh, well, yeah, I, I definitely did since we last <laughs> talked actually. I, I was sick. Yeah, well, like, well, that's different. Right, so that's different. I, I went on a brief trip, and um, I, I I had to get up in the morning because I had this band I was working with, Concrete Dream, uh, showing up at my house. I had to get up early to go meet up with their guitar player. It was like, man, it was supposed to be a five-hour drive, but like, so I woke up, and the first thing that happened, you know, that morning where you're just like, you get up, you're like. I don't feel good, but right. it's not that bad when you first wake up. It's yeah. just, oh, I don't feel very good. And then within 15 minutes, you're just like, vomit in the toilet. So I puked like four times and I'm like, oh man, I got to go home. So I start the drive and, and it's just miserable. Like I have to stop and puke for a while. And then I take a nap and then stop and puke for a while. And I just get stuck in Pittsburgh traffic, which turns a full, like five hour drive into like a, eight and a half nine hour drive when it's all said and done right because and there's just one point on this just in the middle of nowhere because i'm trying to like do some like backwoods shit and yeah it just it was, just, it, <laughs> it was like mo like i had no voluntary say in it I just like i just shit myself and, you know then you just gotta like navigate to a gas station and walk inside holding a different pair of underwear and just it, it, if you're lucky wasn't like, yeah, if you're lucky you have a different there, pair there wasn't like it wasn't like um it wasn't like a situation where it was like on my legs or anything like that like it was nothing like that but it was still enough of like yep i'm throwing these things out i'm gonna like <laughs> like i lock the door it's a single you know it's a single user bathroom it's like i am locking this door and i'm going to like clean myself as best <laughs> as i can and I just got back in the car, and you know, I there was enough <laughs> there was enough traffic that I was able to watch three episodes of Surviving Art Valley. <laughs> and man, it's pretty fucked up what he did to those ladies. Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, I all right, I got to admit, I only watched I think like one and a half episode. But oh, uh, so it gets more like 
when they're when they're rescuing one of the girls from a hotel room, that's when it finally and and you and you are just visibly watching her and her mother reunite after years, yeah. and her head's shaved and she's got like tattoos simply because he wanted one of his girls to look like a young boy. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, that's when it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, okay, I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah, get yeah. that this deep. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't like, he made me feel uncomfortable or nothing like that. Like, no, this is, this is different. Hmm. Well, I like that. I like that they got to, you know, they're, 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 they keep arresting him, but they got to be creative about the charges now. Like, like, oh it can't, like it can't you can't get them like outright it's got to be like dude the, the law is starting to fucking piss me off like you know what i want i just want a motherfucker that i like who's in charge that's what i want yeah. you know what i mean just make sure it's somebody cool that's that's a bit like every single time i hear something like well unfortunately you know we're not you know we're not able to impeach because technically this 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 i feel like the dude fucking tweets at like 3 a.m. like he's coked up just fucking buddha like what, what why do we have to play this game you know like well you know you know going through all of our rights and explaining stuff and it's boring you know yeah <laughs> i just i just want somebody i like to just make decisions and by this point they'd be like you know i'm sick of hearing about this r kelly thing i'm sure you are too uh, he keeps going to the same McDonald's that he keeps picking up. One of the girls he picked up, <laughs> this is how bold it was. He sent his security guard out to get her number, and she was one of the people that showed up at his court hearing for the first time. Or no, the second time he was charged for like kid stuff, because the first time was because he married Aaliyah when she was 15. Yeah. And the second, the second time was when he, there was a VHS of him pissing on a 14-year-old in which he got away with it by saying, you can't prove that's me on the videotape. Although in the other scenes, you could, just not that specific scene. <laughs> it was a body double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if he said it could have... Could be my brother. I don't know. Motherfucker, it's your tape. <laughs> Why would you randomly have one sex scene with your brother? <laughs> and then, but then, but then here, like, he asks her what age she is in the video, which is like, that's unimaginably fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's like, yeah. tell the camera. And, and, and you're like, wait, why don't we just, why don't we just get rid of him? Like, well, yeah, technically you can't because of this, 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 and, you know, he's got a lot of support. There's a lot of funding went into his legal defense and blah, 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 blah. And it's just so boring to hear all this shit now. And it's just like, I think a cool leader would just be like, eh, let's get rid of him. Action. <laughs> yeah, just him, just some action. Somewhere. Yeah, he's, he's just not there anymore. Yeah, well, you know, know like, they, there, there was, you know, oh, I don't remember his name at all, but the guy who runs the Philippines, like the Filipino president, who's like oh, cra God, crazy the, against drugs. The terror, the terror, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I, and I, like, I, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. Like, he's, he's, I mean, obviously he's a total maniac, and like, but like, man, that that escalated very quickly. Like, oh, well, you see, the thing is, I don't. That, I don't well, that went from the that went from like we have a drug problem to oh, we have a murdering people problem. Like, well, yeah, like <laughs> there's no that, in between. That's a problem. You don't pick somebody who like wanted to be in politics. You only 
Okay, Dan, do you want to go in politics? No, no, I'm out. Okay, get, tell me a few reasons why. Oh, it's very boring. Like, that's that's about it. Yeah, that's, it well, but, it's you can't do anything. It, it, nothing, but, nothing gets done. Nothing actually happens. But but there are probably some practical reasons too. Like number one, you want time with your daughter. Oh your yes, wife. yes, of course, yes. You know, you want you don't want to have your you don't want every single aspect of your life being subjected to some some fucking weird political game or somebody on fucking blue team or red team or whatever the fuck to go pull up details of your life and put you and your family members on blast. Yeah. And, and there's nothing you can do. And there's so many situations where it's like, well, that's just the way you go. And you got to read thousands of pages of talking memos, and talking points or whatever the fuck. No, no, thank you. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> any good. And also here's, here's the other thing about politicians. The first couple of years of their career, they just got to ask people for money. Now, I, given there, there are good people doing it, but right. I think as a, as a large whole, I don't think the normal, I don't think your like average person can handle just calling people day in and day out, asking them for money without turning into a fucking husk of <laughs> what is like, what was a human being, let alone the fact that once you do that for years, you don't even have values anymore. You're just like, motherfucker, I've been on the phone asking people for money. Tell me what you want me to say in the fucking speech. I don't care. This is entertainment. Right. Like this is... I, I am a certain brand, like I'm either the Republican brand or the Democrat brand, or I'm a, a, an extreme version of that or whatever the fuck. It, no decent person wants to do that. And then you give one of those fucking lunatics full access to power? No. Do you know who I want to have full power? And I have a mentality behind it, but follow me here. Yeah. A comedian. Oh, all right. Put a comedian in charge. I think. I think, in fact, we should all agree on the best funniest most honest comedian somebody who has like no shame and no like no fucking skeletons that somebody's gonna pull you know no no like louis ck's or anything like that like i'm talking like a dave Chappelle or a doug stanhope or a bill burr and you just put them in charge and just be like listen because i have a weird thing i trust funny people i do right I just yeah i, th- I, agree. I don't know why i i, I I feel like there's something there's something about them that that just I, you, you, there's like something about the comedian <laughs> the comedians I know where it's like they they're so they're, they're like so laser focused on on honesty and being practical that I would rather one of those pe- people just you know be able to to, to make the lion share decisions <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what I mean they're like why. Why do we? And then not only that, then you also back it up, like Joe Rogan talks about. You you come up with an online system for voting, where you know you figure out through like blockchain or whatever. Like I, I, from the videos I watched, blockchain looked like it was a, a way to like make something, make a verifiable, you know, unarguable, like uh, you know, like stamp of data. Like if yeah. you Dan Crayley voted for something, somebody can't pretend that. They can't go in and double dip or pretend they're you. You come up with a system like that, you, you vote for things, and then you have like a legitimate leader who puts that into consideration, somebody you trust to put that into consideration, who just makes decisions more efficient. It's, it works for businesses. Right. <laughs> like you, you fucking think a business, you fucking think like, like GM is going to like get all the people in the fucking factory 
to like be like, well, you know, we got to have everybody vote before we. Oh no, of course not. The... No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, and, I'm, I, and by all means, I'm not like a fucking free market like it, none of that shit. But right. I, I'm just saying, like, I think that things work better with like a, a, a cool leader. And I think politics, see, from my like my years of watching that shit. It just seems like kind of a toxic world that we should just burn down. We should just forget about it. Be like, all right, it's inarguable that as human beings, we've created some good things. Like, we made fucking penicillin. We did it. Right. Yeah. Right. Fucking, fucking in-your-face muskrat. <laughs> but, uh, but by that logic, we all have to agree, we've made some bad things Certainly. <laughs> and, we, and we should be able to give them up you know yeah yeah <laughs> what's your... like if penicillin's good then we can all agree that that there's got to be a way for us to get like a fucking lunatic out of the highest position in the world <laughs> <laughs> right but we, we need what, what i think is we need we need a system uh we need a voting system for this stuff like, uh, oh shit, I'm sure you've heard this one before too. Like, you know, when, when, uh, you know, like, uh, you know how Netflix changed to the thumbs up, thumbs down system? Yeah. Like, it, it can't be that. Like, we can't be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, penicillin was great, thumbs up. Um, Hitler, he's been terrible, thumbs down. <laughs> thumbs like, down. Like, <laughs> he's got a pretty high percentage, but I think, like, I think, uh, I think, more and more of the thumbs up Hitler people are feeling like comfortable again. Yeah, which yeah. I don't like that. I think that I think they're nerds. I think in like <laughs> the ha- like the hallways of adult life, those people are like they've got the fucking suspenders on and they're just like you know trying to trying to get noticed and, and right. it's just like hey, can we go back to just shoving these people in lockers <laughs> and kicking the shit out of them? <laughs> like nerds kind of won, you know. Yeah, they're 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 triumphing right now. But, but okay, so so the voting system. So were you, so so go on. Tell me more. Oh, I, I I don't I don't even remember where I was going with that. But I'm just saying I think there needs to be more. Like, we're, it's all too. Everybody's too. Like I like this. I don't like that. And there's no in between. And, yeah. Well, well, like just look at fucking statistics. Like, okay, I don't like certain things that probably should fucking happen. You know what I mean? And the thing about it is, like, I I identify so much with stuff on the left. Yeah. But, like, yeah, we probably do need some defense, you know? Right. <laughs> I'm not going to do it, you yeah. know? I don't think heroism is exactly, like, an adjective that would fit, you know, under, <laughs> under the things that I'm good at. But, like, at the same time, yeah, I, I understand that we, we probably need people who are defense-minded, who, who know how to do it. And, you know, don't give them all the money, but you know, like I, I don't, I don't love that idea, but like I understand it's necessary. There aren't a lot of conservative people that you hear them say that when you're like talking about like welfare, or, you know, like social security or things like that, because it's like w- w- you you realize it's for you too, one in case you need it, but two, so uh, so the world's not like. Super violent, or like certain areas of the world aren't super violent when people get desperate. Like, and the problem with the left is even that that slight idea would be like, do you just call you know impoverished people violent? It's like, no, yeah, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah, right. But I am saying that like 
there's a correlation between desperation and crime and, and like people trying to pin identities on people. You know what I mean? Being like that person is anti this or this, or like, like you said, like the thumbs up or thumbs down, like that guy's a thumbs down now. Like what the fuck? Right. I, I can't even. Yesterday, just like yesterday you were thumbs like, up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You go from, <laughs> like, what the fuck? where's that, where's that period? Like the, the, <laughs> like, you know how, do you ever look, all right, this is, do you ever look out your back window of your house or whatever yeah. and see that it's, and see, yes, <laughs> and see that it's raining, but look out your front window and see that it's not raining? Because, like, yeah, yeah, that's happened. The edge of a storm, like, what? Like, all right, that has to happen I've somewhere. Down, I, I've seen that happen in a van before. <laughs> like, ha- one half of the windshield? Yeah. But like, like, well, just like, no, the front, front like, the, it's rain in the front, no rain in the back. Right, but I mean, the point is, like, the, like it has to stop somewhere, but, like, there's <laughs> this idea that, like, oh, you just went from, like, you belong in behind the, in the back of the house, and now today you're in the front, like, just based on nothing. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, yeah, black and white thinking is very toxic, and also the idea of being an expert makes you somehow, like, an elevated person, like... I don't know, man. Americans, uh, and I say this just because of my experiences traveling. Um, I, I, I've I've been to I've been to a lot of different countries, and one thing is people in other countries they don't really seem to have the same. Like, I'm, I'm, and this isn't across the board, but like, yeah. it's way more frequently in America that you feel like people are competing when when they're talking. Huh. Like, they they'll ask you, like, here's something revolution that happened to me in France. Number one, I played on a boat. We played on a yacht. <laughs> we came as Romans, which that's revolutionary to me in, in, in its own because we pull up to the venue and we're at a fucking boat and and I walk in and it's actually a fine dining restaurant. And then wow. like we came as Romans, the sound checking downstairs. It's fine dining. And I'm like, wow, how are they soundproofing this shit? Because there's like <laughs> customers upstairs. Right. You know, it's like lunch. I go up and it's not soundproofed. It's loud as fuck. And so I asked somebody, I'm like, Hey, like, are your customers okay with this? And they're like, no, I'm not going to impersonate a French accent because it'll just, (laughs) it'll lead to me sounding stupid. They were just like, (laughs) (laughs) they were just like, yeah, we love music here. It's like, well, first of all, this is, we're like all metalcore bands. Like this isn't music. Second of all, what? (laughs) And uh, so that was cool. But so I made some friends there, you know, like, you want to talk to people and you want to get their perspective. And and, um, this was actually a really big deal for me because I come from like a really political family. I'm in a lot of argumentative situations and and it's rubbed off on me, but I I try my hardest to keep it under wraps. But like Mm -hmm. lately now with like this New Zealand thing, it's been harder, you know, because like I'm, I I don't know why I just feel like I feel that one a lot, but uh, they, you know, so I'm I'm there and, uh, and, um, somebody asked me, it, it was, they're, they're French and they asked me like, what is your opinion on Obama? And I'm like, well, you know, and I just give my thoughts on him, which aren't particularly educated. They're just like, well, I, I kind of felt this way, but it, it seems like there's, there's a lot of problems. Like I think maybe, you know, maybe a lot of the things that he kind of sorted out to do just aren't politically possible in our country or, 
you know, maybe, you know, he was dishonest, but, you know, like the drone strike stuff, like being expanded was a little weird. I mean, we were booting more immigrants out than ever at at that time, but I think now it's worse. But regardless, they just go like, oh, okay, interesting. And then they change the subject (laughs) and I'm like, wait, where's your fucking retort? Where's your like weird blog? You forgot to judge me on this. Yeah. Yeah, like, why aren't you, like, why didn't you have something on deck ready to go? And, uh, and that's weird for, that's weird for me. That was, uh, that, that kind of, like, made me realize how, like, toxic and sick things are. Like, go try that in the U.S. Be like, hey, what's your opinion on, uh, Trump? And see how that, like, could you have that conversation and just, like, get an answer from somebody and go, do you like hockey? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, like, I, not without no, not without at least one jab. You know, there's got to be at least the, one the conversation. Would never fucking happen, and they're all being done by people with no fucking expertise on anything, anything related to politics. Right. And you want me to put my? They'll be like, "Well, the fucking Democratic vote." I'm sick of it. No, like I see what the t- I see the type of fucking shows that get popular in this country. I don't want the public deciding my fate anymore. Fuck them. Right. <laughs> Well, you know, it's it's funny you bring up like the 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 fact that this was that conversation was overseas or in Europe in general because I don't know if you've noticed this stuff because I've only been told about it. But my my wife's from Italy, and uh, okay. she she also grew up in Germany. But she you know she basically Italy and Germany. But she every okay. now and then would come over here for a year of school, and uh, particularly in in this area. And she told me one of the biggest adjustments for her coming over here as like a ninth grader or something was that people were in clicks based on what music they listened to <laughs> nice. and that was a totally i mean uh, like literally a foreign concept to her yeah because i think we have identities out here i think that's actually like something we've kind of that's something we built you know what i mean yeah I just, like it's, I, I, it's like, but like, like she, you know, she tells me that, and I'm like, I just, I can't imagine, like, why wouldn't you judge the person based on their musical taste? <laughs> like, okay. You know, like that's that's what we do. Yeah, like, like it was a foreign concept. Yeah, yeah, like. But, well, I think yeah, especially for us because it was such a big part of our lives. Like it was just like, you know, like I hang out with people who know who know who turmoil is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a it's an indicator. Oh, that makes sense. It's an indicator that like you have common interests, and 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 that that definitely does cut away some of the bullshit. But um, but yeah, no, I believe that. Like because out there, man, it, it's so easy to talk to people. Like keep in mind, I wasn't like I wasn't like cleaning house when I was in Europe or anything like right. that. So so not to give the wrong idea. But I learned really easy on that I could I could impress my touring companions by walking up to, you know, like just just conventionally attractive women who, who would be like in groups. Like if there would be a couple like anybody, like people, but like I, you know, you, you want to like impress the guys in Word Alive or whatever. So it'd be like, yo, watch this, and I'd just go up to people. <laughs> And just genuinely be like, hey, can I spend time with you guys? I'm from America. I'm, I'm in town for a little bit. And they'd be like, yeah, sure. And they're not like, their first thought isn't like, is this guy trying to fuck us or anything like that? They're just excited to meet somebody. And and like, you know, a lot of mem- Americans can't really like, 
you know, that's that's just like it's weird. Yeah, like, no, no like, like that that huge. thought in my head of someone to walk, walk. I came home the other day and there was a guy, a salesman on the front door or at the front door trying to sell windows or something, and I was very angry about it. <laughs> like, and all he's and all he's here doing is like saying, "Hey, you want to buy windows from us?" And I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of here now!" You know, like. Oh God! I am watching a couple just scream at each other in a parked car. Ooh. Well, not not my business. It didn't look violent. Not my right. business. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I had Jehovah's Witnesses come by the the door, and I was in the middle of like an online Smash Brothers match, <laughs> and it was it was so offensive to me because like you know they're knocking at the door and it's going to be like 3 minutes before I can get to it there's no way so I have to like come around and i see they're holding bibles and 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 you know i had to just like shake my head and, and give them the like go away yeah figure but like i wanted to be rude like i wanted to be ruder which i don't want to be like that rude to these people it's you know i get it like you've been told to go find more people who are willing to give your churches money yeah I understand it's like a really successful PR campaign, right. a brilliant one. <laughs> like that church is a brilliant fucking PR campaign. It's just like, hey, if you want to be a good person, you got to go find us more paying customers. And you're like, okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna frame my whole fucking family around this, and I'm gonna kick my son out when he uh, thinks this isn't for him, and you know, yeah, ruin yeah. my relationship with him. Yeah, it's, it's fucking brilliant PR, brilliant. But uh, the or I don't know if you call it marketing, whatever you call it. But yeah, it was like <laughs> I'm following. I am, I am playing Smash Brothers now. <laughs> well, that's that's kind of my point. Is like I, I understood that this like as soon as I saw the guy with like the iPad on his hip, like all right, I know he's just a salesman. Like, but I was so offended by it. Like, why you just get, get away? Like, get get away from us. Like, get away from this house. Get. And it's just funny, you know. like that, like, and you're out there just walking up to people, like, "Hey, can I be around you?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> and like, well, like, and this guy, and this first... guy has a reason, like. And, and yeah. Well, the thing is, like, I, I do think though, I do think there's something to be upset about that. Like, if somebody's like, because it's not like they want to spend time with you, they have to fucking sell something. Yeah, it, yeah. The whole thing's already been poisoned. Maybe somewhere in there, you could figure out that. Oh shit! You, you know you. You like turmoil too, like. Well, but at the same what? time, the guy's just doing, like you said, with the Jehovah's Witness. He's just doing what he was told to. It's just his job. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I, I eh, you know, maybe I shouldn't have been as. Uh, I, I shouldn't. Mad. Yeah, yeah. But, but 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 there's something about genuinely. So, like, back in Europe, it was like I just genuinely wanted to like meet different people because it was like it was fascinating, like. Dude, everybody out there could speak a couple different languages, yeah. yet they were all like, they they considered English like the most like, you know, like need to know language. Be like, oh, I'm so sorry, my my English is, and it's more precise than mine. They're pronunciating, they're enunciating like every single consonant. Like, right. oh, I'm sorry, my English is not good. And you're like, oh no, you got every consonant. We usually <laughs> miss a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And they'd be like, oh, you know, it's my fourth language. and So apologetic. It's like, why are you trying so... I mean, like... And, and that's where it gets weird. It's like, they're just all like... It, it would be so easy to to make a connection. You know what I mean? Like, it was so easy. Like, I met so many people. Like, 
I remember the first time I met like this girl that, you know, like you just make this immediate insane connection. And really early on, it was like, okay, we clearly like each other. It was like, we're at a bar. It was like, where's your boyfriend at? And she was just like, oh, he's, you know, he lives out and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, I respect this person so much that I'm not chancing their relationship on some like fucking random fucking like broke ass musician from America. You know, like (laughs) you're like not going to be like, oh, man. I got to protect you from any stupid circumstance I could get in. But, you know, so we, like, but the amount of empathy, like this person had, like, I remember we, we just, you know, we chatted, had a couple drinks at a bar and, and then it was just like, Oh yeah, we'll keep in touch. Never did. But right. that, that was, that was it. And that was one of the most like intimate, cool moments of my life. Cause I remember there was one point, you know, in the conversation being like, is my conversation partner, like, like, a tear came down her, che- you know, her cheek as we were like, <laughs> you know, just talking about like, you know, family and, and, you know, loss and things like that. And, and I just remember being like, this all came because I walked up to somebody. I was like, Hey, can I spend some time with you? And they were like, yeah, like there, it was just like an enthusiastic thing. Like, no, so I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to package this and I'm going to bring this great new Ricky that I discovered back to America. They're like come back to America and we fly into New York and I forget the, how this whole thing worked, but somebody picked us up with our van because then we had a couple shows in New York. And um, the first thing I do is we go to a bar in New York. Because keep in mind, in Europe, you go out and you socialize after you're done with work. So every single show would turn into a social event. And that is like, it's almost like people feel like they're required to do it because it's a necessary healthy part of life like oh no we have to go talk to people otherwise our brain is gonna fucking fall apart right oh yeah so 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 you so not only uh, so you're like so used to going out and stuff and we we were back in america and i we get to a bar and i'm just like i'm like i'm the new ricky back in america and i walk up to a group of people not like i think it was like you know just like a mixed group of people just like girls do you know mm-hmm. dudes whatever it's just like hey guys can i spend time with you and the fucking daggered stares i got <laughs> with every single one of them are like you could just like it's just like without even spelling out nobody responds and they're all looking at me like what the fuck like what the fuck you know fucking pack of knives are you gonna try to sell me or like <laughs> do you work for a cigarette company right. or yeah. are you trying to like fucking get us to try out some new like snus or some shit like that. <laughs> and I realized how broken, you know, how broken it feels where it's just like, you gotta like, you have to like prove to people that you're not a fucking swindler. It's yeah. like it's inefficient, stupid, probably missing out so many cool moments, <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. I mean, I can, I can think of moments where, I was the biggest asshole on earth to total strangers for absolutely no reason. I remember one time being outside of the Baltimore Tattoo Convention. Murphy's Law was playing inside, and me and Scotto were outside talking. And there's a guy, yeah, there's a guy who comes up to us, and he's like hanging out, and he's just like standing right beside us, and he's telling us something. And I know this was like the biggest random stranger jerk moment I ever had. He's talking to us, and I stopped him, and I said. Hey man, what are you getting out of this? And he's like, "Excuse me, what?" And I was like, "Cause I'm getting nothing. Like, can you please, 
Go away. <laughs> That's so why you could tell me I fucking the fucking nuts that you gotta have to do that. Ah, I, I mean, I'm sure I was pissed drunk, but like the the. I I I rem- like I remember it because it's so terrible, and like I remember immediately <laughs> immediately being like that was really mean of me. Like I sh- I shouldn't I shouldn't have done that. I don't, I don't know if somebody did that to me, I'd walk away gaining something. You know what I mean? I'd be like, I just met some like the most uninhibited man. <laughs> you know, he just like. I really, I really learned something out of that. <laughs> well, it was a low, it was a low point for me, but you know. <laughs> oh, I, you see, the thing is, I don't really, I, I, I think, um, I think that 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 sometimes though that's good for people. I'm not just trying to spin it, being like, you know, Mister Congenial or anything. Yeah, like, if yeah. you actually did something fucked up, I may be like, Ugh, I don't know about that, <laughs> right, man. But, right. but the thing about it is, I. I God, I, I don't know how to word this correctly because I was having this conversation recently and like, you know, the idea of bullying and, and making people feel uncomfortable. That's like, that's such a hot topic right now. And it's really worth talking about because it's like, I've got experience in that. Like, you know, I was a little skinny dude growing up and, and, yeah. um, and going through, going through all the various like schools that I did, I, I had some pretty, uh, Oh my gosh, I'm looking at the most beautiful pit bull right now. Hello. <laughs> Hi. There's the most gorgeous dog I've ever seen. It's like gray and look, fur looked like velvet. It was still a puppy. Um, but anyway, I, I, uh, I, I, so, you know, I've always been like the nice guy, you know, yeah. you know sit down, talk to anybody. But, but I've had to learn how to grow some teeth because, you know, if you're just always a nice guy, like, you're wide open for a lot of various attacks. You know, it's, it's not the most efficient social martial arts. And, um, and, and in, in high school, I tried so hard to like become friends with everybody. And like, and there were some pretty, pretty, uh, severe moments in my life where I was like humiliated in in a public manner. And like, I think I got, I got bullied on, on social media long before anybody's been bullied like it was before myspace or any of those zanga like yeah. it was before fucking makeout club is before any of that there's this poll website and this was uh this was before 2000 and like you could leave anonymous comments on it and, and like people just like pass the site around and this is back like i think people were still like logging on on aol and um you know so i I've just never liked the idea of anonymous, like saying shitty things about people in an anonymous manner. Yeah. It just has always like, it just, whatever the people raised me to believe, like it was like hilarious and like, what? You're going to, you're going to shit on people and not even say your name. Like what the fuck? <laughs> so I, um, I defended this girl who was like my neighbor on, on this website. Cause like everybody's passing around. They're like, yo, go to this site. Like, and you can make a poll and the poll can be anything you want it to be. And, and then you can make the answers, whatever you wanted it to be. And there'd be like, who's the dumbest slut in the school? <laughs> and like, and everybody's making fun of my neighbor. And like, the thing is like, I, you know, I kind of, I must have overcalculated my friendship with her. Cause I make a po- comment under my name, just like, Hey guys, this is Ricky. And it's really shitty to say that stuff about her. Cause all of you are afraid to say your names. And that's, that just sucks. Like she's always been a good person. I like her and I don't see what, you know, whatever ninth grade Ricky thought was a good idea right, to say right. is what he said. And then, uh, very quickly the polls 
uh, shifted to all just like solely Ricky content. And, um, <laughs> and, 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 and so like really early on, like I, I, I was like, okay. And, and, you know, and then as like kids are getting trouble in trouble for like, cause they're using like, I don't know, I guess like they were able to start figuring out who was doing all of it because I guess like some of them were in the specific like typing class yeah. and they're all like kids I fucked with. You know what I mean? Like they're all dudes I knew. And it was like, wait, what? Like I was at your house during, during this, like not, not my best friends, but like, you know, I'd like my parents would drive me to like a guy's house with my bass guitar and play or whatever. And, um, so I got that perspective and then I, then I had like some physical bullying and like some other stuff and all of it was bad. It did not feel good, but I gained something out of it. You know what I mean? Not to, not even to say that what you did was bullying and, and long story short, Every time somebody, I mean, it's like I'm 32 now, so we're, we're like pretty far away from this stuff. But yeah, like, yeah. you know, when you're like 23, you're still pretty close to, to your years in high school, like right. 21, 22. I would be out on tour and I'd just get a random like Facebook message from like a person I went to high school who might have been one of those people or, you know, at least like a friend of theirs. And they'd be like, hey, I saw your, your band's coming to play. I'm like, can I come see you? Or like, fuck okay, yeah, what am I going to do? Be like, no, like holding a grudge <laughs> from when I was like 13 or something. Right. And they come out and they, they I, I swear to God, like those people, like one in particular, I'm not going to say his name, uh, like just in the off chance, like a mutual friend like watches. But I, I just remember going out to eat with a few of uh, people I went to high school with. And the way he was smiling the whole time, it was like, dude, he looked so proud. Like he just kept thinking like, he wasn't saying much. He was just like, dude, that was so awesome. That was so awesome. Like, I've never seen anything like that. You were fucking crazy, man. That was, that was so cool. And it was like, I think deep down, like, I, I, I think through this, like, weird social mechanism we've made, I think people are just trying to make one another stronger. And when they, like, look at somebody and they see all that weakness and they're willing to just, like, slap the cards on the table and leave themselves open to so many attacks... I sometimes think there are very good people who sometimes like they just learned it from their parents. Like they, they don't really think it through. They just get this urge to just fuck with that person because they're just like, you need to be stronger. You're going to get hurt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're not going to do enough to break that person, but they're going to fuck with them just because it's like, Hey man, you're just walking into a social situation. You weren't welcome to. And, I got to help teach you to not do that anymore. I know I, when you, when you just initially said that, I thought, I don't under, I don't understand how you could think that. Like, that seems, that's very optimistic, but like, as you explain that more, I'm telling you, this was like real time as you explain that more. And I was thinking about personal examples. Cause I know how I can be towards people. And yeah. I, and I know there's something I always say to other people that, that seem to be more on my wavelength is that a lot of times I feel like um, people need more tragedy in their lives because the shit that's upsetting them isn't worth getting them upset and they need to toughen the oh fuck up. Oh, my God, like, yeah. And, and, and I know it yeah. all – I know, like, how ridiculous that sounds. But I'm – like, I and I, I always – I say it all the time. But I say it, like, in a way that I'm – that I mean it good somehow. Like it's, it's like, I need you to have something bad to happen to you. So you can realize that all of this isn't that bad. Like all the stuff that you're fucking <laughs> you're trying to, 
yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. just putting on yourself to be like you you uh you don't have enough perspective in, in, in loss yet yes yes like this that's is... why i killed your dog you know? <laughs> yeah it's fucked up you know i didn't want that right. yeah yeah what exactly exactly <laughs> no I, I i don't know man it's like i i just think back on it and, and like from touring um I, I i have met some people who i i love um but i've met so many people on tour who had like kind of a shitty attitude towards me and like you know one of my touring companions like, what the fuck did that dude just say and i was like i don't know but i know that me and him are going to be friends <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like or you're like, I, I don't know, I, I like I like somebody who can be like a little crotchety because I can't do it, you know what I right. mean? But like, I've had friends who will be like, you know, some stranger will come up and they're just like eating up too much of your time and they're taking up your energy and then they're like asking you dumb shit. And dude, I, I like, I'll fucking, I've got like patience that goes to the fucking moon with these people where it'll be like like next thing I know I'm driving them somewhere because they need <laughs> something like dude it's bad what is this, does that does that happen a lot when you're out on when you're out on tour with like fans of yours a little bit but I'm pretty good at being honest like if somebody's treating me in a way that's stressing me out which like if somebody's treating me like I'm not just some normal motherfucker they think that it's respectful but it's not you know what I mean because yeah, like yeah dehumanizing people is it's just not a good thing so like treating people like you're they're beneath you is bad treating people like they're above you is also bad because both of them are the same degree of dehumanizing you're just it, it, it's stressful to not just be able to be in the, in the pack with everybody else and so if like i've been in some situations where somebody will just like you know they'll just be like asking weird questions that don't really have answers you know, just trying to do stuff to get me to notice, you know, be like, I got to get yeah, this guy yeah. to remember me. And at a certain point, you're just like, hey, man, could, could you chill out? Like, I, I, I remember your names, you know, Pete, and and, and, uh, and I'd love to, like, spend time with you, but, like, you just got to calm down a little bit. And if you can get them to do that, it's they're usually actually, like, totally fine, you know. But it's it's a very primal thing to be like, oh, man, there's a there's an ape that's closer to the top and you know that gives some people anxiety you know and and, and so yeah sometimes you just gotta bail (laughs) like (laughs) sometimes it's just if if um you gotta think like sometimes like i gotta work i sometimes gotta work days that are like 13 hours long right and and there's just sometimes i just don't have the the brain power for it (laughs) and and it's pretty easy to dip you know like I, i don't think i ever I, I've ever done anything like mean or aggressive. Like I don't think anybody's ever walked away being like, "Wow, that guy's a rock." Takes he's a big rock star or anything like that. But there have been times where I've had to be like, "Listen, I'm way too tired for this. I gotta go." Well, let's <laughs> we'll, we'll tie this in with with your upcoming tour here. Anyway, um, like so now this oh, one yeah. have you have you ever done like double duty like you're gonna do here on this one? Is the patience no. going to be easier to wear thin? Should we put out a warning now to your fans to leave you the fuck alone? <laughs> just ask. No, just ask them to bring me espresso. Or something. <laughs> there you go. But no, I man, I I've been doing like two or three vocal lessons a, a week, and like I've just been like literally doing everything to just make sure I'm ready for this. I mean, 
doing all the rehearsals with Ice Nine Kills. I just I was in a video with Hawk, then I was in a video with Ice Nine, and 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 you know so many you know I I paid for the rental for Hawk's van because we you know we rented a van and yeah. had to buy like so much equipment and merch and all this other stuff, and it's just like. You know, I, I, I can't, it can't be any more work than Warped Tour though. <laughs> so right. that's, that's a good thing. Cause like Warped Tour was like, wake up at eight, load trucks. But I was sleeping on a bus bunk on Warped Tour. Uh-huh. Uh, this time I'm actually going to spend the first half sleeping on a van with no bed or anything. And that's probably going to do some damage. So like, man, if any of you guys are massage therapists, <laughs> fucking come out there you go. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a, a, a plus whatever, you know, <laughs> massage therapist plus 43 plus Charlie Sheen. I don't give a fuck. There you go. That's, that's the way to do it. But, but yeah, no, so you had, um, uh, Trevor from Unearth on, right? Yeah. I think, yeah, I think maybe even, I don't know. One of the episodes, maybe right after you. Yeah. What a fucking soul. Do you know, he was not very friendly to me. <laughs> No wait, that's not true. That's not true. Hold on, let me let me backtrack. He he was he was he was. But he I had him on a uh, I had him when he was clearly in the van, and he mentioned before we started that he was like in the van with other people. So it just wasn't uh, as like and, and with doing with doing these, you know, this is this was sixty one. This one will be sixty one. So I've had you know plenty of people on by now, and you can tell immediately when you get somebody on, like. Oh, are they going to be able to like talk or not? And he was one where it was, they eh, couldn't really talk, you know? <laughs> ah, God, if you get him, if you get him when he can, man, what a gentle, good person that guy was. Like I sat next to him at the food hall a few times yeah, and I just remember it was like, you know, we were just talking about his family and stuff and talking about mine. And I just remember being like, I really actually think that guy gives a fuck about me. Right. And it's like, I just think he gives a fuck about everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that was my takeaway. Each oh, time. You had a more personal experience and then, with him. Then. And, and then, and then, uh, then Ken Susie, his guitar player is like, I'm pretty sure that dude would do meth with me if I asked him to. <laughs> <laughs> so Ken was hilarious. He's like fucking crazy. Um, so yeah, that was, it was a good tour. Well, that was that. That was uh, Warp Tour, or was that something yeah, yeah, else? Yeah, that yeah. was Warp Tour. With this, yeah, one... that was Warp Tour. That was a adult adult summer camp for camp for misfits. <laughs> well, that's all done. So I guess I guess I mean, is that officially done? Are you guys a Warp Tour? I guess. Um, well, I think they're do, they're doing these like Warp Tours. Warp Tour is just going to be like a. Oh right, it's, the... it's now going to be like scene scene punk rock Coachella. Yeah, yeah, I I saw that. I saw those posts. So yeah. yeah, so so I think they're 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 doing a shift, but it makes every bit of sense. Why? I mean, like, dude, Kevin Lyman, you, that dude is. How many years has he been doing Warp Tour? And to the very last day of the tour, you just see that motherfucker riding around on his bike, getting shit done right. in the sun. Just he has never ever stopped doing everything, and right. I think there's a certain point where it's just like, hey, we like this isn't something that somebody can do for their whole life. Right. You got to retire and, eventually. And I, well, and from what I understand, like Warped Tour nets money, but 
I, I could imagine he, he seems to me like the type of person that was like uh, spare no expense on my artist type. Um, yeah. You know, there are a lot of urban legends that have gone around. I, I, know, I know some of them are very true. We're like, yeah, we told Kevin that like one of our, this isn't mine, but, but I, I have heard that like Kevin's paid for artists to go to detox when he finds out, oh, when he found out that they were struggling on war tour and he, he's he's just you know he's real man he's just right. like the realist and i think for the amount that that he puts into warp tour i doubt he's actually seeing what people would assume that that he is and, and that's not not like dude they're sellout shows i'm i'm just saying like you got to think about the number of fucking expenses going into that you're you're sure. rebuilding the fest every morning you know <laughs> what i mean you've got a staff of collectively between bands and staff you got about a thousand people who got to get fed three meals a day um they got to be entertained they got to like you know go to detox every now and then or whatever i but but like there's there's it's just it's not efficient and and, but it was amazing it was it was a fucking fairy tale and i i feel like the universe just it just like, I, you know, there'd be nights where I'd get kind of emotional because, you know, the thing that, that bummed me out was like, I got this really cool video of me dressed up as a priest flipping off like thousands of people in Chicago <laughs> on stage. Right. And, you know, you think that would be the coolest video to get. But then when you're like, oh, man, I want to show my grandma and I can't because right, she's right. fucking dead. And you're like, oh, that 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 fucking broke me but i i also got to keep in mind we had 19 days with no off days so also like my nerves were a little shot so like anybody that saw me like sobbing at one of the bonfires sorry but uh uh, I, uh, uh you know like i would get like kind of emotional every now and then because it's just like this is a gift you know like i'm on this i am in the craziest most like wonderful scenario like it's just you're surrounded by entertainers and, and you work like 12 hours a day harder than any, than you've ever worked. And then you're around a bunch of people who are just like, I've just worked 12 hours a day and I want to have fun. And then you're in that scenario afterwards every night. And like, it's just a better life. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm so glad I got to experience it, but if I had to do it 20 years in a row, well, (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and all the pl- preparation and planning, you got to get those stages put together, put sponsors together. You guys to do so much fucking work. Like, dude, how, how could you expect somebody to, to, to maintain that? You know? Yeah, no, I agree. I think I, I think it's, I think it's the way to go. I mean, I don't, I, I, I guess I, I know more people now that, and then this definitely has to do with demographic, but I know more people now that play warp tour than go to warp tour. Oh yeah. You know, oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's our age it, it, for sure. But you know, pe- pe- people, well, I think, uh, I think a lot of the musicians that, that kind of like, you know, made it out of the hardcore and like, metalcore and metal scenes that we kind of grew up in yeah you know the ones that kind of like went on to do stuff like warp tour and like bigger events it was just like they were the ones that just really were like i want to entertain everybody like i don't want to just entertain one group of people here sure. you know and i think there are a lot of our friends who are like good at entertaining like you know their group of they're like 
group of hundred people they knew in, in, in like Eastern Pennsylvania or, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever else. And, um, but a lot of them found jobs like, like, you know, running the stages and, you know, like even like cooking and doing, you know, there's a, like Bobby Rufus was doing the, he, he was running the, uh, the monster stages as, uh, one of the, he, he was in charge of one of the trucks and that's an absurd amount of work too. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, that person's getting put in just as in front of like just as many people. And they're kind of entertainers too, in a way, because they've got to like, you know, they all kind of have like personalities that they sort of like maintain and, 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 you know, they're, they're looking cause they're looking for their next gig and they gotta, they have to stay sort of, um, uh, visible to the world if they want to land, like, if they want a good chance on landing another good gig of like, and, and these are people that are doing it for like health and for like health benefits and for yeah. salaries and stuff. And, 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 um, that changed me a lot to see how many people were actually like on the payroll on events like that. And that made me want to be able to hire people. Cause it was like, wait a second, I could hire my best friends. <laughs> like that's, <laughs> that, there's nothing tighter than that. You know what I mean? Like that's, that would be the coolest thing in the world to do. Well, that's I, I had uh, I had JB on the other day or the other oh, week how, how a couple that weeks go? ago. It was, it was pretty good. I had him on a couple of weeks ago. And we, it was as they were wrapping up their tour, and I was talking to him about how uh, he has like Josh and Kip still working for him, oh, which yeah. is Dude, like you know they're the realist. Yeah, which is the, they were we were all you know we were all friends, and now you know they were able to employ <laughs> some of them, which is incredible. Uh, August Burns Red created so many goddamn jobs in our area <laughs> for like nerdy, nerdy looking, you know, <laughs> dudes from 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 like our group of friends. Right, and it's awesome. <laughs> like they made they because because those guys like they're going to you know they're going to make families off and 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 August Burns Red is going to be like yeah that's my employer that's like. Right. You know, you come home from work and you're like, how'd it go? And, you know, like, and, and man, do they treat the, like, I, I respect those guys so much. Like just being able to see like Josh has been their TM the whole time, the whole time. Yeah. He is yeah. like, and, and he is just as important to that band as, as like their, their singer is or, or any of the other members. And, 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 uh, and he's like just as much of a member and, and, and it's just like, man, I, I just, it, you know, it's like. It, it bums me out because it's like, man, I wish I would have been able to do that for some of my friends. But it's like, we, you know, unfortunately, you know, like not, you know, we 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 never, you know, it's like we we never got put in a position where we could we could hire people. But but that's it's it, you know that's something to always like work. It keeps me motivated. You know, it's like, man, I could do that one day. I could I could yeah. hire somebody. I could like, I, I don't know what it, that's so much cooler than being on stage. You know. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it's like, it's not enough to work hard so you get to be on stage. That's like working, like, I'm going to work really hard this year so I can have a really cool birthday. <laughs> like, <laughs> so you got to have a moment. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, like, no, no, no. But if you're like, yo, if you work super hard, you could get, you know, Dan or like, or Jack. Or you could get, you know, you get Adam, so, like, like a really, like a job that, that, that he won't hate his wife doing. And it's like, oh, well, yeah, that's that's worth not getting much sleep and just going like super hard for. And that gave me the reason to like just really 
just fucking dive headfirst into stuff because then because it was like for a long time it, you know music kept going more by the wayside and you know i was doing a lot of production stuff but if i was getting the rates i was getting now producing cds i probably would have produced way less of them back then right but now right, right. it's more like it's different because it's like it's not just about you know paying bills and you know having enough to like you know fucking get a fucking new tv that year or something like that it's more about just being like well how do we how do we like keep taking something and making it bigger so that more people can fit into it you know yeah and that's that's it's amazing how well i mean that's just it speaks to your personal growth but i mean i mean us as people growing up and maturing and how you know the goals and objectives change and how much how, <laughs> how much i wish i, I wish I, like we could be listening to this podcast like driving home from that show that bobby got <laughs> from the legion <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean we're like who the fuck are these nerds yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck are they talking about yeah that sounds like yeah. this sounds terrible and then and then we <laughs> and then we drop in because I, I I do want to talk about it here for a minute, but I don't want to get to the point that we that I have to pee, so we'll have to wrap it up soon. But I do want to yeah, 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 I, I do want to no 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 you're good, but I do want to I do want to talk to you a little bit about mouth data. Oh yeah 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 mouth data it's dude it's just, I I was um, where did I it come from Matt yeah <laughs> well okay so this dude Matt he he used to play drums for um for uh. Uh, um, it, it was it, it changed names a few times, but it was <laughs> yeah. Gods. But it was also uh, he played drums for this awesome rapper Shane uh, Shane Truitt, and Shane's a close friend of mine. He lives in Baltimore, and Matt's like more down in DC. But so like we'd see Matt, and he would rip. And um, when we were getting the Hawk stuff together, it's like four years ago. Um, our manager was like, "Yo, we need." because he also managed Shane and Matt's project. They turned into gods with the Z. It was really cool. It was just like, you know, just a rapper who was spitting really fast and a drummer and a drummer, and the drummer like made beats. And it was all like, it was all cool stuff. Like they, they put on an awesome live show. So when we were looking for a drummer, you know, our manager's like, dude, we, we need Thorson. We're like, yeah. So Thorson was trying out. It was going good. But then he got, uh, an offer to go on tour with Imagine Dragons and, um, metric i think was on that tour that was one of them and so yeah it's like i gotta do this tour and then you know like things really didn't come together and he he killed it on those so he just kept getting tours so we um you know we we kind of eventually ended up like working with another drummer and me and matt were talking to matt's like i want to do some hip-hop stuff would you would you rap over and like no but I'll, i'll like help produce and i'll find a rapper for it and so um, we went through a couple dudes and I was just recording this rapper, Jeff, and he was so good. And so I just recorded him over top of one of the, the mouth data beats that me and Matt put together. And it sounded really cool. I was like, yo, we should, we should use this. And he's like, yo, you should, you should go in and do it. And I'm like, nah. And then um, I ended up getting somebody hit me up about trying out for this Rage Against the Machine cover band. <laughs> and like, they were like, I was looking into it and they always played for like 2000 people a night. Oh, I was shit. like, okay. Like, yeah. Cause it was like, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> like, so I sent in a tryout and they never got back to me, which surprised me. Cause I remember being like, holy, like I remember, yeah, I rarely ever pat myself on the back, but I was just like, holy shit. I kind of killed this. Right. Like showing my friends and they're like, yep, you sound like Zach. <laughs> and then, um, 
I, I was I was like so juiced up on it. I was like, fuck, I'll just do this, do this shit over the mouth data beats. So then I just knocked out some vocals, sent him Matt. He loved it. And, you know, we, we just finished a bunch of songs and made some videos. We made all the videos in two days. It was crazy. And, um, and yeah, we're just rolling it out. Um, you know, it's like we, we uh, you know, we occasionally get like show offers every now and then. It's just, you know, Matt tours so much and I tour so much um, that, that we haven't really been able to do uh, too much with it unfortunately which which sucks but yeah. at the same time it's just one of those things where it's like at some point somebody's gonna like hear it and hear like hear the potential in it so we, we just keep rolling out a new video every couple of months and then we're planning on um you know we're able to work on stuff remote like he just sends me beats and i have jeff come by he raps i rap i, I like you know do my weird yelly stuff on it <laughs> i uh I definitely think we could do some really cool shit. It's just, you know, schedules, unfortunately, become a very big part of that. Yeah, well, I I, I was surprised. I was very pleasantly surprised. I guess I said that earlier. The The whole thing, like, you know, you, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it, like, it caught me completely off guard. But it also <laughs> made, it also made sense. Like, you seem entirely comfortable uh, doing this and I don't I, you know Ricky this it's a funny thing with you as that you know you talk about like how you you're bullied but you're you've been like so you've always been so friendly and uh, outgoing but you you're also like from the outside at least extremely confident like the the, oh, the things that you that you come up with and put together and put yourself out there and I've always found that very impressive and you're continuing and this was a, like yet another thing where it's like damn now he's doing this like damn th- th- thank you um that 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 fuck but yeah like I, I'm I'm gonna have to take some time to unpack that but um <laughs> that that means a lot like I mean the one thing I can say is when you have hours and hours and hours to sit in front of your own computer screen and really like lock stuff in it does it does change the game a lot because you can keep trying like i think i've spent so much time like kind of like fucking with my voice and stuff that i'm like kind of like you know you eventually just start making your own thing where you're like oh that kind of sounds like this other thing i did that didn't get released and like so by the time you've made like 20 songs that never got released you know on number 21 when you put it out there you kind of got like a weird identity that you've created uh, like the whole time and 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 it's like and i i I, that's the one thing like i i can appreciate about what i do is like i definitely yeah i it's like even when i personally feel like i'm just ripping somebody off like whenever I hear myself on a song, I'm always like, "Oh yeah, that's me." Right, right. <laughs> you know, you're like, "That's definitely not somebody else," um, and for better or worse, you know. But but uh, but I really appreciate that. Like, I um, it's funny just because it's like, I I, I do, are you, do you ever deal with like going manic? I'm sorry, say that again. Do, do you ever deal with like being manic at all? I don't think so. No, I don't think I've ever experienced it. I, I think I experience it lightly, but like there'll just be times where I'm just like, "Oh man, I got I got this song in my head," and it's always at like 3 a.m. and my heart's beating fast. And I'm like, and all of a sudden I'm just like, "Oh shit, I got this idea for a stand-up skit," and like, and and I can't I can't stop it. And 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 so like, I, I've learned, you know, I'm 32 now, so I'm I'm, I'm a little bit older. I, I've like I've learned how to um how to just like sort of like calm myself down a little bit and be like, okay, I you know 
my my nerves are going a certain way like I got a certain neurology and I'll, I'll just like I'll start writing shit down I'll take voice memos or I'll just go down into the basement and just start fucking tracking stuff you know if it's like yeah. there have been times where like I remember there was one time I was texting it was like the girl I was texting at the time it was like 2.45 in the morning I was exhausted I was just like god I just finished I just finished something and I was really proud of it and I like got in bed and I'm like thinking of a stand-up joke, and I'm like, it was funny. It was, it was actually kind of funny. It, I, I, I ran it by Pat uh, from Ice Nine Kills. I, I trust his opinion, but it's just basically like, you know, you're in your 30s in, in, in this day and age when like you remember the girls you fucked by what season of Walking Dead it was. <laughs> like that was that was essentially was like the heart of the joke was just like you're like, oh yeah, wait, when was I seeing her? I, the fucking I think it was season three of Walking Dead because uh, there was a prison. <laughs> but um, so I'm like writing that down. I'm texting the girl I know at the time, and 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 I was you know I just sometimes talk to her about. It. I'd be like, yeah, she'd be like, why aren't you asleep, man? I'm like, dude, I I just can't like I can't do it. I my, my brain's going fucking crazy. I finished that song, and now I'm getting all these ideas. I'm like trying to calm down, you know, smoke a little bit. And, still not there and i remember it's like 3 30 now i'm getting a song idea i was like fuck it like i'm up <laughs> it was like up till five you know just like you know singing this like song and playing guitar and like say and, and and so you know i still have that it, what i must have wrote like three parts and i don't know if i'm going to use any of them but i remember my drummer like hit me up he was like yo that thing you made is one of the coolest things you've made yet and i was like oh cool all right well and it's like i don't have time to get to it now but it's in the folder shit so i i I do i think like the whole idea of doing this beastie boys thing came from like a manic episode where i'm just like yeah i I can fucking rap i can rap and i can make beats and then you just like it's just hard because i think what what generally happens with people like that is the moment you lose steam, the idea is gone. So I, I've had to learn how to just like catalog shit. And like, if you're aware of what's happening, you're like, okay, my, you know, my, I'm in a heightened state of alert. You know, my, my shit's going and I just got to write this shit down. And like, cause there's always going to be times where you're like, fuck, I don't have any idea. I don't know what to work on. I don't like, I don't have anything to go off of. It's like, but I have all this shit that I wrote down when I was going out of my skull. And then you find out a lot of it's not that good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, honestly, I, I wish, I wish I had more of that. Cause that's, that's what happens to me a lot. Um, a lot with even just doing this, like initially the podcast for me was just me talking until I figured out how to get, oh, other, yeah. until I figured out how to get other people on. Which of course now I've, I've gotten down. So even as early as to, as recently as tonight, I was sitting here at about seven forty-five. Like shit, I don't know what this one's gonna be. And that's when you texted me. I was like, eight's good." And I was hey, like, dude, "Thank God," I, because I had nothing. So, <laughs> well, I you know part of me was I, I was like, because today I was like, I know I had to do something tonight, and then I was just like looking through my phone. I was like wait a second, it's 7.30. I was like, oh, shit, I told Dan I was going to text him at 5. But it's like, <laughs> it's like right then. But I was kind of just waiting for you to call. But, like, I wasn't impatient because I had just finished. Man, I ate the biggest. I spent $26 on a goddamn to-go meal today. I don't know how I – because I, like, picked one thing, and then I just thought the salmon roll would be, like, $6, like all the other sushi rolls, and it was, like, 12 for Ugh. some reason. But <laughs> – or not the Sam, the eel. 
the, the eel, eel roll. I guess I guess eels just like harder to catch. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know shit about <laughs> catching eels. <laughs> I think it, I think it has to do with how many people die from hypothermia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying to get eels. Well, I'm sure the electric like, oh, the electric ones are more expensive too. They you get know? Hot. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Work hazard. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no. I I think I imagine that mouth data, like you know, all the stuff. So the the my favorite track is the last one to be released. Um, that one's going to be coming out. Um, I don't think we know when it's going to be released. I think we're kind of like working around our schedules because matt's currently moving to california he, he drum techs for fanagram now which is awesome so it's like dude like do you know what kind of money techs make no no i don't it's like it's stupid it's stupid. like <laughs> techs like people who are are like paid to full-time tour with like larger artists yeah. in like you know arena or theater settings and stuff they're they're like on retainer when they're not on tour so, so they're like still getting paid and it's like, yeah. it's like a, it's a good living. So like, man, that, that shit's awesome. So that's always like the type of thing where it's like, man, this shit doesn't work out. I got a tech. There you go. Well, I mean, you got quite a few yeah. irons in the fire. I think you're going to be all right. I, I tell my dad, man. No, my dad, <laughs> I think, I think my dad believes that. I think it's my mom. She'll like she'll try to give me twenty bucks when I stop by the house and be like, "Here, just take, just take it in case you need food." Mom, twenty bucks is not going to change my right. situation. I'm well, not a crackhead. Well, I, th- I think you've turned the corner at this point. But yeah, ha- have them. Just I tell you what, just have them listen to the podcast and they will hear and they'll be like, "All right, well, yeah, now I'll convince them. I'll put a nice yeah, nice intro in there, and you know, I'll we'll get them." I think there'd be a whole lot of eye rolling on their <laughs> yeah. part. Yeah, probably. That's what parents do, right? That's what I do with my kid. Yeah. You know, like I, I get, I get it way more now. I mean, she's five, but I, I roll my eyes constantly. Oh but, yeah, dude, I, 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 I gotta meet her sometime. I, I know you're trying to wrap this up, but I, knowing I'll, how like good you are with communicating and stuff, I bet that girl is funny. Oh, she is. She said, "Hey, we're, we're uh, essentially neighbors now, so come on by." Well, um, thanks, well thanks, yeah, I better. Thanks again for doing this. I mean, I've. Oh yeah, fuck it. Oh yeah, thanks for having fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, if that's yeah. if that's what it is, then I'm glad to have you. <laughs> all right, take care, my friend. All right, man, have fun out on tour and all uh-huh. all the all the business you got going on. I can't keep track, but I know you got a lot going on with the. Well, well, well let's Neither let's let's I. throw let's throw this in here for, for the official business. You're going out when when does this tour start with Hawk and Ice Nine Kills? Uh, the twenty seventh. The twenty seventh of this March, month. and it lasts how long? And, it's, and it and, uh, it goes to like May twentieth, I think. Damn, that is a long one. Yeah, it is. And uh, then, um, so then we, uh, I got uh, so we're doing this tour. It's uh. Ice Nine Kills, From Ashes to New Palisades, Afterlife, and Hawk. And then um, the next tour, Ice Nine Kills continues with Falling in Reverse, uh, From Ashes to New, and New Year's Day. And then um, I'm coming home to do some dates with Hawk at Launch Music Conference in Lancaster. So if any of you guys want to come out to that, that's on. That's a Thursday night, which is the, the difficult night of yeah, lunch. Yeah. Um, for some artists, uh, hopefully not me. And uh, <laughs> But so... Then we, um, yeah, so then I got like CD. I have a CD coming out from this band, uh, Carousel Kings, I just did. And then um, that's on Victory Records. And I think I'm actually right when I get off the phone, I'm going to post uh, a teaser for this band, Pariah. I did, um, I did them last summer. 
and then um, I have a I have upcoming albums from this one rap metal band called Concrete Dream from New York, and then another band from New York called Enochian. Or they're from Jersey. Uh, and then um, currently working on CDs with these bands, uh, Monument of a Memory, they're a metal band from Jersey, uh, Wither Away, there's a really cool rock band from Pennsylvania, um, a new CD by this band Gladiators, I'm working on a couple songs with this band Road to Milestone, this is sounding crazier the more I go on. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, quite a list. This, this dude, this dude VZN, he's like a pop singer from Maryland. Really good. Um, I worked on one of his metal bands before, and now he's doing pop stuff. And then um, I also have an upcoming album with this band, This Curse. Uh, they're like another Jersey. A lot of Jersey bands came to me because I think they just really liked one CD I did. Uh, <laughs> That's good enough. Good so, enough reason. Yeah, so so and then I'm also mixing uh, mixing this band called True Shot from Boston. They're cool, they're like metal band, and then um, another band called um, the Mirage Theory from from LA. Uh, they're they're cool. They're like a tech metal band. So uh, so yeah, it's been quite busy. But um, anyway, yeah, I'll let you get that piss on, and I think that's all my business at the moment. Well, you're you're busier than I am, and I got a, I got a lot going on, and that's that's pretty well, impressive. I'll, but, I'll hear. I'll, I'll I'll take the time to hear about it. I feel like a dick. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Thank you for coming on, Ricky. I appreciate it. All right, and 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 we're neighbors, so we yeah. now have to start that up. Oh, we will. We will. You let me know when you're home, and it's All on. Right, take care, man. All right, buddy. There you go. Another conversation with Ricky Armelino in the bag. Um, was that longer than the last time? I don't know, but I enjoy it. I enjoy listening to Ricky talk. Um, he brings up a lot of good points. He's a very good conversationalist. Is that a real word? I don't know. We're going to use it, though. Um, so I don't want to drag this out too much farther, but if you want to get a hold of the podcast, you can do so at gettingitoutpodcast at gmail.com. You can do so on Instagram at getting underscore it underscore out underscore podcast. There's a Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash gettingitoutpodcast. There's Twitter at gettingitoutpod. There's a hotline. You'll have to look in the show notes for that number. Um, and that's about it. Um but get a hold of me for any reason, any questions, any comments, any concerns. You want your music played on the show, I'm always willing to take submissions. Uh, got a little bit of a backlog right now, but hey, if your shit's really good, I'll bump you right to the top. But uh, <laughs> that sounded really strange. But, uh, you know, whatever. You know how to get a hold of me. Uh, do so if you feel necessary. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and most importantly, share. Thank you. Bye-bye.